Hello, lovers. Today, we're so excited to share a little sneak peek of a show from our friends at True Crime Creepers. Each week, true crime fanatic Kristen tells her true crime newbie co-host, Mogab, a new story covering everything from con artists to serial killers. I actually heard about True Crime Creepers from a few of our listeners, and they said that there's really a similar vibe going on, Andy, between our show and their show. It's a lot of great research, excellent storytelling, and I mean, priceless reactions, which are all you. Check them out and remember to subscribe, review, and rate. We think you're going to love them. Bye. Bye. Welcome to a little mini episode of True Crime Creepers, where we talk about all the real life creeps from serial killers to con artists. I'm Kristen, the true crime fanatic who loves to tell these stories. And I'm Mo Gap, the true crime newbie who hasn't heard any of them. We hope you'll check out True Crime Creepers. We drop new episodes every Thursday, everywhere you get your podcasts. That being said, that's kind of the mindset that was around at the time when this whole McDonald's thing happened. So most of us have probably heard the story of the woman who was awarded millions of dollars after suing McDonald's for the coffee being too hot after it spilled in her lap. Just at me next time, okay? I feel like I'm just getting scolded, you know? At the MoGap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and did I mention she was like holding the cup in between her legs while she was driving? Just another dum-dum filing a frivolous lawsuit, trying to get rich quick off her own stupidity. Yeah, I mean, that's where I'm at right now, so prove me wrong. This woman became the laughing stock of the entire country, but it was way more insidious than even that. I mean, it struck fear in the country, this idea that these people were just out there being stupid, suing whoever they could, and then being rewarded for that. It really scared people. Yes, I can confirm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, headlines would run about suing people for the most ridiculous thing. It really gave people this idea that it was this huge problem that they were going to be the downfall of our whole system. They're costing businesses millions of dollars, and that's going to trickle down to the consumer as a result. And we're going to end up paying more because some lady was dumb enough to drive around with coffee between her legs and then have the audacity to sue for it being too hot. The McDonald's coffee case became the definition of a frivolous lawsuit, practically synonymous with the term. It was the single most used example of why we need tort reform, which was reform on lawsuits. A tort is a wrong. Somebody has harmed you. You sue for that. I don't want to get a whole lot into tort reform because it's uh, it's kind of dry tort. Because it sounds like a snooze fest. Yeah, it's not great. But this case was used as an example of why we needed to change the system. I mean, hot coffee is one thing, but like, was there a lawsuit when people were finding fingers in chili? Was there a Wendy's finger chili case? Sure is. Oh. That's totally different, though, because if somebody actually did find a finger in Wendy's Chili, I think everybody would say, yeah, you have the right to sue. The issue with that case was nobody believed that this woman actually found the finger, which then leads to a whole other issue of where this finger come from. That's also a a whole nother story. Okay, I want that to be the next mini-sode. And then for the third (laughs) mini-sode, I'll tell you about Sis Tooth in the Grits at the Waffle House. No! No, uh uh-uh. Okay, so what are the facts? What actually happened with this case? Well, hold on to your leggings. I'm bringing that back. I will tell you. I'm actually wearing joggers. (laughs) Hold on to your joggers. 
Stella Liebeck was 79 years old when this whole thing went down. Aww. I know. Ugh. She'd been working full time in a department store until about a week before. And on this day, she was riding with her grandson, Chris, in his 1989 Ford Probe. <laughs> to take her son to the airport. On the way home from the airport, Chris decided to stop by a McDonald's drive through to get breakfast. And with breakfast, Stella also got a coffee with cream and sugar. They got all the items and then Chris pulled into a parking spot in the McDonald's parking lot so that Stella could add the cream and sugar into her coffee. It was widely spread that she spilled the coffee while she was driving. She's driving. She has the coffee stuck between her legs and it spills and she sues. That was the common story. But in actuality, they were in a parked car when this happened. This super awesome Ford Probe, I'm sure, had many wonderful features. But yes. cup holders were not amongst them. And not only did it have cup holders, did it not have cup holders, the dashboard was slanted. So she did put the coffee between her knees to take the lid off to put the cream and sugar in. I believe I, I, I had heard this before, but I wasn't able to fact check it before this mini-sode. I believe that at the time, the McDonald's lids didn't even have that little flappy thing that they mm. have now. Mm -hmm. So she had to take off the entire lid to put her cream and sugar in that does seem like a an enhancement in later years yes yeah and as she did the coffee just flipped back and dumped all into her lap completely saturating the cotton sweatsuit that she was wearing stella started screaming chris jumped out of the car to help but the coffee had already seared her skin he took her to the emergency room but the wait there was hours long so they tried a different hospital it was about 45 minutes since the incident before doctors were able to look at Stella and they saw that she had 16% of her body was burned and 6% of that were third degree burns covering her groin, thighs, oh. genitalia, and butt. Why is it that hot? She was in cotton. Yes. And unfortunately, I have seen the pictures and they are, I mean, it's terrible. Third degree burns extend through every layer of skin, like almost down to the tissue they can. And she had them in the worst places. Anyone that has had third degree burns can attest. It is a brutal injury. I couldn't imagine being burned that badly. Didn't that you area. get them on your arms or your chest or something? Yeah, I had them on my arm. Yeah, I still have the scars mm. from when I landed on a stove. Doctors initially thought that Stella wouldn't even survive these burns. <gasps> She almost died. From coffee? From how hot this coffee was. How is yes. that possible? They had to take skin from her outer thigh and graft it onto her inner Oof. thigh, permanently disfiguring her. I saw these pictures in the documentary Hot Coffee, and they show the picture, so watch it at your own risk because it's horrifying. She could not get out of bed for a full three days. She spent seven days in the hospital. Doctors wanted to keep her longer, but Stella knew that she couldn't even afford the medical bills she'd already racked up. So she went home where she spent another three weeks recovering. Oh, my God. Her daughter had to take off work to stay with her and take care of her. So McDonald's serves their coffee at a temperature between 180 degrees and 190 degrees. That's 20 to 30 degrees hotter than the coffee served at most other restaurants. For reference, Starbucks coffee is served between 150 to 170 degrees. 
And Duncan is served between 165 and 180. Why would you not? How, the audacity for you to rattle off Starbucks and Duncan and not even give me the Waffle House coffee, which burned me for years. You better look that up right now and tell me. To, I spilled coffee on me once a day at the Waffle. Oh, God. But I mean, it would like be like, oh, on your hand. But I mean, it wasn't leaving any marks. Always hot, always fresh. 208 degrees is the temperature that our ninja coffee maker brews coffee at. That's unsafe. Yeah. It no, it has to be really, really hot to brew. Oh, but it's served. It does not have to be that hot to serve. Got it. Do you think the employee would know if I called the Waffle House? Oh my God. No, but you need to, anyways. <laughs> Regardless, we all know coffee is hot. Co coffee has to be brewed at extremely hot temperatures to get the flavors out of the coffee. But here's the thing. No one drinks it when it's that hot. People either have to sit there and wait forever for it to cool down or they have to add milk or whatever to cool it off. That's what I do. Studies were done that show that people actually prefer to drink their coffee between 135 degrees and 162 degrees. Which shows that coffee does not have to be served at or near brewing temperatures. Ugh. I think drinking hot stuff is gross. You can come at me all you want, <laughs> but I'm just not a hot drinks gal. And the, the, that opinion is not of the majority. This is America. We are <laughs> coffee drinkers here, MoGab. So mm. show some respect. All right. I'll try. Also, McDonald's knew their coffee was too hot. In the 10 years before this incident with Stella, they'd had more than 700 people scalded by coffee burns and make complaints against them. Oh, my God. But they had never lowered the temperature of the coffee. <laughs> Why not? Right. So another myth about this whole case is that Stella, this happened to her, and she just saw dollar signs in her eyes, and she just sued the crap out of McDonald's. But... She just wanted them to cover her medical bills, which were about $10,000. She couldn't afford them. She'd had to have skin grafts. She'd stayed in the hospital for seven days. And this is America. Like She had a lot of medical bills. Yeah. And that's all that they wanted. They wanted McDonald's, like their insurance, to cover the medical bills that Stella's insurance wouldn't cover. She was on Medicaid. And like maybe nugs for life or like french fries. You know, like, could she get some Cubans, perhaps? McDonald's wouldn't even give her nugs for a year, okay? Oh. Her daughter, Judy, and her husband, Chuck, wrote a letter to McDonald's. They told them that machine must be too hot. They wanted them to just look at this machine and just fix it if it was broken because they didn't think that it was possible that McDonald's policy was to keep coffee so hot that it could give you, cause you to needs skin grafts that it could literally from the burns yeah and i don't think anyone would expect third degree burns from a hot cup of coffee they were just like this has to be an aberration mm -hmm. and they said if it wasn't the machine's fault then they should look at the policy of how hot they keep their coffee and make adjustments because it's obviously dangerous and also will you pay for my mother's medical bills that are ten thousand yeah. dollars and mcdonald's said no thank you Will you take this $800 and please go away? So Stella's family was really upset. Yeah, Stella's family was really upset that McDonald's wouldn't give them more than $800. They didn't want millions. They just wanted her medical bills paid. $10,000 is like 
nothing to McDonald's and it's devastating to Stella. Where did they get the 800 at even? Right. I have no idea. They were just like, what's the minimum amount we can offer to (laughs) make her go away? So she took them to court. And at the trial, McDonald's defense was that people like coffee the way that they serve it. They sell over a million dollars worth of coffee every day. Why fix what isn't broken? But McDonald's admitted they'd never actually tested if lowering the temperature would affect coffee sales, which was a real bad look on McDonald's because they had been sued before by another burn victim and had promised to do that testing. Well, and these are different locations, yes? Like, so so every McDonald's across America has scalding hot coffee and a broken ice cream machine. Like, those are the two identifying <laughs> mm-hmm. The two things you can count on, yes. <laughs> yeah, because it was in their policy. A quality control manager for McDonald's testified, and they asked him if he was aware of the 700 complaints between 1983 and 1992 about people being burned by their coffee. The quality control manager on the stand says he's glad the number wasn't higher. He said he was really pleased. I'm really pleased that that number isn't higher, that it's only 700 people we've burned the shit out of. Which I will say, comparatively, that is a big number. But if you were selling millions of dollars worth of coffee every day. Yeah. I mean, just saying. (laughs) Yeah, thank God more people didn't spill it on themselves because <laughs> we'd be up up, our, up a creek. <laughs> they knew how dangerously hot their coffee was. They had no plans to lower their temperature or warn their customers that their coffee was near boiling. And the jury was just really shocked at how indifferent they were about it. So when it came time for the jury to make their decision, they had to decide a percentage of fault. Oh, yes. And they decided that Yeah, they decided that Stella was 20% responsible because she had spilled the coffee on herself, but that McDonald's was 80% at fault because they had a very long history of people being injured and they were so dismissive of it. They treated it like it was this trivial thing, like, oh, did someone get a little owie from the hot coffee? (laughs) (laughs) So the story everyone heard was that McDonald's was sued for millions And that she got millions, but she didn't. She sued them for $100,000 in compensatory damages for her pain and suffering and triple punitive damages to send a message to McDonald's that the temperature of their coffee is dangerous. But for the record, again, they could have just paid her $10,000 to cover her medical bills. But again, it goes to show the story that's out there because I immediately thought, I feel like a big asshat in case you're wondering. I mean... (laughs) I don't know why you would set the coffee on a slanted dash. I mean, I've done way dumb. No, she things. didn't. The dashboard was slanted, so she couldn't set oh. it up on the dashboard. So she had, had to it put it between, between her, her knees. Okay. Right, right, right. She wasn't just like being an idiot asshole. Like she was really portrayed to be. And then she literally, she spent the rest of her life just being a target of people hating her and being vilified as this... <laughs> person who sued mcdonald's she's a sweet little old lady plus not to mention she's 79 years old so her skin is a lot thinner i'm just it's just awful i know but so the jury ended up awarding her one hundred and sixty thousand dollars in compensatory damages for her pain and suffering and medical bills and all that 
and $2.7 million in punitive damages. And this is how they came to that $2.7 million. Everybody was outraged. She gets $2.7 million, which she didn't get that money. They arrived at that figure because that is two days worth of coffee sales. They figured McDonald's should two be days. penalized two days of coffee sales. Which is crazy. Crazy. So the judge decided that two days worth of coffee sales was much too high, even though he also said that McDonald's had engaged in willful, wanton, and reckless behavior, he still reduced that amount to $480,000, which gave Stella a total of $640,000. And then McDonald's planned to appeal that. So to avoid that, she settled for an amount that I'm sure was less than $640,000, probably more than $800, somewhere in the middle there. Uh, but she I'm did like not annoyed get that they appealed it. Like just I know. I know. And I'm annoyed that it was headlines everywhere that she was awarded two point seven million dollars because that makes everybody think she got that money. She didn't get that money. 